When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good evening and welcome to the Transfer Agenda Show on the LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host, Keith, and I'm delighted to be joined by two regulars on stage, Chris and Kev. Kev, how are you? I'm good, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad after enjoying a good night's football, to be fair. Yeah, I want to touch on that now in a sec um, before we get started. And Chris, yeah. what about yourself? How are you? Good, mate. Uh, basking in the glory of a, of a scrappy 1-0 win by the women, so it was great. Scored, ah. It's like what just scored a goal and um, Stoke City-esque. Lovely, yeah. yeah, yeah so I seen the comment. Was that was it? Pritton Park hasn't seen a long throw like that since Dave Challenger was there. <laughs> oh, uh, Megan Megan Campbell. She's a it's some up. serious throw. Oh, she, she could. I mean, I've seen it before, but they found a gap for her to get back. I was going. It was like a missile going in. You're like Jesus Christ. Yeah, right so into scared, the six yard. It box. was scary in the corner. I mean, you signed scored the winner, which is which is quite cool. So, oh, uh, did she? Yeah, yeah, because uh, our main striker uh, actually had a. An unusually quite uh, bad game for it was that Yeah, she did everything but score. Just you have one of those games, and when she went off, you bit like, well, "That's our main goal scorer got off." It's going to be interesting. And to be fair to her, the, the the new girl came on, got put herself about, uh, scored the winner, Good poached stuff. his goal, just what you wanted. So it's great, eighty third minute winner. You know, well, it's good fun that. So. What more, what more can you ask for? Um, great stuff. Great start to the show. Just uh, everyone in the chat there, great to see them. Everyone in there flying already. We'll, um, what we plan to do this evening is we're going to just talk again through um, links to Liverpool, what we think of them, what, what we think is good and what's what's maybe not so good, what's point the sky and what we think may be realistic and our opinion on some of these links. And then we'll touch on other clubs as well, some of the more active clubs that are being linked. Uh, I think we all know it's, you know, Newcastle, Aston Villas of this world are constantly now being linked as a destination for players. But lads, something you touched on there, Kev, you watched the Chelsea Brighton game before we started here. Yeah. Uh, good game. Brighton are a good side. Brighton are a very good side. They're very easy on the eye. Yeah. And I've said it on here numerous times. They're a striker away from being a uh, side that challenges for a European place. Um, Potter has given those players confidence to play a certain way. And with some key signings, Cucurella's looks looks Brilliant. an absolute no-brainer of a you yeah. know he 
I liked him from last season. I thought he was going to do well. I thought Brighton got him at a really good price. I think they paid something like 18 million for him, which yeah. isn't cheap, but at the same time, he already he was very for... coveted. Yeah, he was holy. Yeah, he played for Spain in, at the Olympics. He'd already broken through their under 21 setup, and I'm not sure if he'd been capped at senior level yet, but for the way Brighton play, him in one side and Lamptey in the other side, it offers you so many options because they're really good footballers. Yeah, they got a they're aggressive, they're quick, and they can put it about, but they're very good. They're very good footballers. And Brighton again, they should have won. They with a striker, with a decent well, a, a decent striker is a difference between that's two points dropped. And yeah. that's Chelsea are on a barren run to be all barren runs. No two points from the last twelve. Yeah, no win in the last four. Uh, Lukaku looks like he's not interested. Um, <laughs> Who'd have thought, eh, after that incident? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's just one of those things. and I don't know. I, I think they they look like they've, um, they're, they're out on their feet. They, had, they were gassed. They were so passive. And I just think that they're going to concentrate on the Champions League and try to retain that. You know, they'll push for the top. They'll be in the top four. They're safest houses there. But I don't, think enough, I don't think they've got enough goals for the Champions League. I might be wrong. No, yeah. I, I, I think I they're think... a better. They were a better side when Lukaku wasn't in the side. They were a better side without Lukaku because they they're forced to play. Forced to play they'll, a different way. They look better with Havertz in the middle. Yeah, uh, Havertz. He, I didn't even realize Mason Mount played tonight. Until Havertz no. came on, I straight out. I honestly, I didn't even realize he was playing because That's a benefit he was synonymous. He's he is like their version of a Firmino. He just links it perfectly. But to be fair, he's more prolific. He's a bit more prolific as well. Yeah, it's. I mean, if I was a Chelsea fan, I would be pulling my hair out uh, at the state of what they're doing at the minute and with what they've spent. It's they haven't got much room. Yeah, to go they again, you know they'll they'll have to. <coughs> They've got a lot of money that they got to lay out in the in, in the coming summer at the back. You know mm. they've got the likes of Aspilicueta, uh, Christensen still has to sort his deal out. Um, Rudiger. Rudiger is another one. Yeah, you've got Silva, but in all fairness, they've got some young good good young players in Chalaba and the other uh, Melangsar looks decent. Mm. But they're going to need to be looking shopping for a centre back. So that leaves doesn't leave them much room to go and shop again up front without moving players on and I don't but, see how they're going to recoup the money th- because they paid out big money yeah. you know, but the way, big yeah. money on these players but the way that squad but the way that squad loaded by I'll be honest by a lot of our fan base yeah. it's better than ours in many many ways as so many discuss they should they should be much better they, must, they should be much higher in the league where they are now you know yeah it's amazing of it a team that's set up um, not to lose games rather than to try and win games yeah. When mm. you have a wobble like that, it's very hard. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Liverpool, we know, yeah, when you're in the attacking team and you go a couple of games or you have to, you know, try and grind the, the things out, you, you'll do that. But when you're such an ultra-defensive team, and that's not a dig at them, they already play three at the back, two hold midfielders, full-backs. If Reese James goes out, it's Azpilicueta going in there, who's essentially a centre-back these days. You know, it's it's mm. a, a very, very rigid. And we've said this before, Tuchel sort of fell and stumbled into this. We don't know if that'd be as ideal. Um, 
um, formation or system that he'd want to play there. I don't think it is, but you know, he's fallen into it and it's hard to move away from that. And as you see, he's touched on the forwards. Lukaku, I mean, there was a lot of hype about Lukaku when he came in and I don't he know. Always played, he always plays best, his best seasons was at Inter. But yeah. he had Lautaro Martinez as a front two. That's what, he, that's what he's really good at. He's not, and we said it, it wasn't being salty. It was, if you play just through the middle as the target man, it's not his game. Despite the fact he's a very big physical, that's not his game. That's not how he, he plays. He is a getting behind sort of striker. Yeah. He's all linking up with someone. He needs, as you've touched on, Lautaro Martinez to occupy the centre-backs and for yeah. them to somehow not be really concentrating on him, even though he's huge. You yeah. know, he, if they're... Tonight, if you have a Dan Bourne or something and you can just sit on Lukaku, well, then he's essentially taking him out of the game. Yeah. So it's a weird one. But Brighton, lads... Oh, go ahead, Bernie, Chris, sorry. And then, Ver- and then Werner's just, he just looks devoid of all sort of confidence. Yeah. The move's just not work for him at all, is it? I think Werner is a, a lesson in, you know, you, we, we cry and scream for players that we're linked to and so without knowing about them, without seeing them. And they're not always what we as fans, without seeing them, expect them to be. And I think Timo Werner is one that, he could have come to Liverpool and tore it up. He really could mm. because, you know, you the you, the wrong move can really set you back. Uh, the wrong manager, the wrong system, all of that stuff. But, you know, it's all going to We got Jota. I think we're happy we've moved on. Um, we've got a super chat in here from Sim. Thank you very much. Tuchel to get the sack. It's so Chelsea to do it. They won't do it without the Champions League. You'd never go with them. I wouldn't suppose they did them in the summer. I don't that think there's a better option out there right now. Bring Frank, bring, bring Frank back. Yeah. <laughs> Rafa. Oh, Rafa's free. He did well last yeah. time for him. He got the European <laughs> trophy. Yeah. Roman this has is... brought back coaches before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the thing though. It's you look at you look around the continent, there isn't that many top managers out there. Free. I mean, look, yeah. I, I guarantee you, if they wanted to get someone, they'd get whoever the hell they wanted. Oh, but at the same time, they're in the Champions League. They've got who did they have? Um, I can't remember who they got in the I'll Champions League. Yeah. yeah, did they get Atletico or something? No, you know you got Atletico. You know they got Atletico, but did they got no, they got they got uh, Lille, didn't they? They got Lille twice. They got Lille. Yeah, and they that's got not Lille. A, that's yeah, really, that's yeah. not that's <laughs> not a, that's not a gimme by any stretch. But I think as long as he's in the Champions League and in or around, he'll be okay this season. He gets. Also, but whether he lasts past the summer is another question. They've still got and they've still got a cup final, haven't they? So. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes in the summer. But yeah. I don't think he'll sack him beforehand. Chelsea are a, Chelsea. They're an irrational bunch, you know. But look, Brighton, lads, before we do move yeah. on to some of the stuff, what do you think? Divock Origi up front for Brighton, does it work or does it not? Because they're a centre-forward short of being a really good team. And I think Divock is a centre-forward who, in the right setup, playing the right style, could get you 15 goals in all comes. 20 all comes. Is it he's a mad fin- show or what? He's finished. He is a finisher, so they give him enough chances. Um, the thing we don't know with Divock, and we'll never know this, is when was the last time he played like a season? You know, I think Rafa's first, uh, sorry, Rafa Klopp's first season. You know, he was he, he was semi regular then. He was playing like you know three games in four, and you know he did well. But it's only four four years ago now since he's been playing regular. So that's the only thing for Brighton is he may have the attributes to do, but. You know, you see this with sometimes players who've been regular subs. 
when they become the main man all the time, they might not be used to it. That's a, that's any concern with him. But I think he's a better finisher than the lads they've got up front at the moment. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's a question. I was I was talking to Pete uh, Pete from this part. Pete's me. Uh, yeah, on Twitter, and he made the point straight away about um, uh, what's his name, Mope Neil Mope. Yeah, and I mean there, there has to be a striker out there that would look at coming to Brighton in the twenty million pound range that um, knows that look if I do it here, I'm going to get, get a big, big move. move. Because I'm going to be playing good football and I'm going to be getting chances and I'm going to be scoring goals. And there has to be a striker out there, be it in Portugal, Spain, France, you know, wherever. Brereton in the in the championship at Blackburn is another one. He's a great you know, first one, yeah. You know, there, there has to be a player out there that must be looking at their age and think, get me there. Because yeah. Brighton has also got to be looking at it. Look, we've got 50 million in the bank come the summertime with Basuma. We know that yeah. we can create an auction for him in the summer and he will go, he wants to move, we will get our money back in no time. But in the meantime, if we do something in this window, we could get into Europe. Be it the Conference League or whatever. But the actual fact of being in Europe, it might be a bit of a detriment to the league, but it's progress to the club that's huge. But Exactly. But, but for a Brighton fan, and I don't mean to say it's disparagingly, no, it wasn't. It's was it like twenty years ago? That they used to have shirts saying "skins" because that's literally yeah. what they were. You know, they were Fat Boy Slim, wasn't it? Fat, Fat Boy, Boy Slim, Slim sponsored yeah. them. That was his record label, "skinned." Yeah, so it, that's what they had because they could. You know, they they're looking to keep the club going. Yeah, you know, they get themselves into Europe. You know, that's a, for them. That's like not utopia, but that's kind of like that's us going to work. You know, you look at Christ, where we twenty years ago we were playing League Two, winning. If we're going to have a club next week, now we're going to play well, I think they had to, whoever they had in Europa. Win, but I, mean, I think it was Hereford. It might have been at Hereford they were playing the last game of the season. They had to win to stay in the league. Mm. And it would have been around then. It was going back. Si- we saw similar with uh, Swansea a few years ago when they had their one, yeah. one season in Europe. I'm sure Swansea fans, I thought they wished they were in the Premier League now. Love the fact that they've seen their club in Europe. Yeah. You know, what you it's just, also what you get your club to Europe once it does help you attract it, the next level of player exactly yeah, yeah. and it's exactly. a got in the cap for the manager yeah yeah, yeah. You know, which you know at some point he wants to move he wants to yeah. move to a, a bigger cl- a bigger club uh, but that that will always be the question on Passo but what can he do in Europe do we know yeah because we don't know you know so that'll be interesting to see what he does that's probably what helped Gerard get the Villa job is mm. probably what he did with Rangers in Europe rather than what he did with Rangers in the league yeah 100%. Exactly. Yeah, 100% is right. And Anthony H says, weren't Brighton close to signing Gonzalez? They were, yeah. I thought they had a bit accepted by Stuttgart. Uh, I think he's gone to Fiorentina now. He's doing really well. Uh, he's a great, a very good player, in my opinion, Nico Gonzalez. And um, they're just that forward short, you know, that striker short. Um, we've another super chat here before we get stuck in uh, from Dinesh Karoy, India, number one in Test cricket. Well done. Uh, evening. Do you think Liverpool can win the Premier League? We win our game in hand at eight points. City lose a game. Tottenham United will be four points and beat them two points. If LFC win all the games, Dinesh, I will. I'm on record and I will continue to stay on record until it's mathematically impossible. We have a chance, and we're the only team that have a chance, in my opinion. Um, yeah, City can drop points. Anyone can lose. I watch Rocky Ford the other day, you know, and Ivan Drago gets caught. Do you know what I mean? So. Anything can happen. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. anything can happen. But the reality is Manchester City are an outstanding team. 
uh, and it's going to be very difficult to see them dropping the amount of points. But as you say, we win our game in hand, we beat City, you know, ifs, buts and maybes, and then you're looking for someone else. You know, Chelsea was a game you would have hoped to see them, you know, get a draw. So we're running out with games where, you know, we're, we're pinning our hopes on Ralph Lanyak's boys going up there and doing something as well. And I don't know how comfortable I am with that. But look, you never know. Stranger things have happened. But Listen. until it's mathematically gone, I will always, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we're in the hunt for four trophies this season. Yeah, I, I back that as well. I mean, look, if you're being realistic, you're probably looking at less than a 10% chance. But it's still a chance. Mm. And do you know what? What's the worst that could happen? You, you say, look, you've got a chance. You see what happens. If, you do, if we don't do it now, well, what we lost, nothing really, because no one expects us to do it anyway. So just enjoy the enjoy the ride. I mean, there was plenty of rotors off last year that we'd never we get nowhere near European spots. Yeah. You know, we had to overtake four teams, and we still did it and finished exactly. third. Quite finished yeah. third, you know. So straight things happen. But I understand why people are so pessimistic because. City don't look like us have dropped many points and they haven't done since probably what November time. They've kind of just gone on that run. You know, that's kind of what they do. City are the machine and it's you know, yeah. it's it's hard to see them dropping it. But until you never know, stranger things can happen. You know, uh, yeah. Emmett says if we were in City's position and them and ours, would you write them off? Not a hope. It's still all to play for. <clears> Maybe <throat> that's just you know, mm. it's in our yeah. in our um, the so thing is now it's every, every game from now on is it's a must win. Yeah, every game is a must win, and we have to go there and beat them. Yeah, it's, well, it's not there's no excuses, yeah. you know. If you don't do yeah. that, forget about it. And yeah, all we can do is do what we can do, win our games. Yeah, be well, there if they if they mess up. If they yeah, mess well, up and we're not there, then we'll kick ourselves all the way into the end of yeah. the season. Yeah, well, City at the moment can have the the luxury of going. They could throw three games. What I mean, throw three games ago. Listen, we'll play the kids in a, in a league game. It doesn't matter if we have big, we've got a big Champions League game. Whereas we've got to go, we've got a big league game, a big Champions League game. Can't, can't, can't do it either. You've just got to hope you can, you know, players come through. I mean, some people watch out. It's good to see Harvey Elliott back for us. Yeah. You know, he could be an option from March onwards. Indeed. I don't, Indeed. I don't think he'd be a starter, but I think he'd be an option off the bench because depends on long yeah. injuries come up from. How the injury heals, I suppose, is is key. You know, it, some people are saying that, you know, with a dislocated ankle, you know, you heal it up and then you're ready to go. And while it can always maybe pop out again, you can sort of get back to the level you are at. So it will be The good thing for Harvey Elliott is, is um, he wasn't, he's not, blisteringly fast so he's not yeah. a player who relies on pace so again he could ease himself back in he's not relying on his pace to get him in, into it did you see speaking of pace did you see that article in the um, the Athletic uh, sorry Goal about uh, Foden uh, so oh I, yeah saw, yeah I sort out this running coach who changed his running style and has got yeah. has got extra pace and yardage and apparently the same running coach said he'd love to work with Trent and Jones he basically says not that they're not great athletes, but he said he reckons he can do a slight tweak to their running style. I think he said for Trent yeah. shortened his stride. He shortened said, the stride, yeah. He said shortened his stride. I said I'll probably take two seconds off his off his running time. Yeah, which he is said sc- which scary as well, didn't he? And Canati yeah. as well. Which, which one you think that, those those guys are rapid already? Yeah. So but if you can give that edge, you know, and that's something that you know yeah, Liverpool a, have looked at in the past. They've always, you know, tried coaches games, and all that sort it? of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sometimes it's something that I'm surprised he hasn't looked at in the past. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does go if if he hasn't talked to this coach 
at yeah. some point or someone of his ilk. I you think know, if you can give Curtis Jones an extra yard of pace, I think it's what sets him out. And oh, I'm a yeah. huge fan of Curtis Jones. Yeah, um, and I think if he just got that extra yard of pace that he could just get away, because I think <coughs> his dribbling ability and his ability to keep the ball is excellent. He just, he just that had little, that little sword. Little spurs, yeah. yeah. But there's sort of like a, a Reese Williams, which is the opposite end of, of the spectrum. Is We all see him as particularly slow. He's not the most mobile. It's not going to make him... Linford Christie, but it might make it yeah. just that yard quicker that it just gives him that little extra bit of time and a little bit of extra recovery pace. That so that's that's all you need, just that little bit extra. Yeah. Speaking of pace and speaking of Liverpool, let's move on to some of the transfer links and rumors that are doing the rounds. Oh, what a segue! What a segue! We won't start then with injury hit Renato Sanchez then because that'll spoil me little segue. <laughs> so we'll uh, come back to him in a minute. Um, he runs to the tra- he runs to the treatment room. Yeah, uh, the Athletic came out there. James Pierce talking about um, Liverpool maybe looking to uh, the infamous in the summer, um, looking to uh, add to the attacking options. And the player is likely going to be, you know, under 25 and uh, not the finished article, which I think we all know and understand. That's the ideal, you know, if you can sign a player at 23, the speed the sweet spot for Klopp by the time he gets them to 25 he has them where he wants them but some of the players being linked Chris I'll let you run through some of the names there yeah so we've had Jared Bowen Mark, Marcus Turam now Lang is that how you say it? No Lang that. yeah um, course, hasn't had a hit that. since Constant Craven no Lang it's one for yeah. the kids <laughs> okay Christopher uh, and Cuckoo from um, Leipzig and then Soleimani from Wren. Uh, there's two other players, but I can't pronounce Cody Gakpo. That's it. Cody and Gakpo, the... Uh, and the, uh, the, the I mean, uh, Guri. That's it, Guri. Yeah. I, could, I didn't want to bastardise the names, but yeah. I mean, those it's names, quite, right? It's quite, a not... range, it's quite a range of... Styles. Where, where they're up to in their careers and price ranges. Because that's right. Jared Bowe is probably the most expensive one on there because he's English and because of where he's coming from. Someone like a Soleimani, there's probably a deal to be done there. Potentially, but it kind of—I always think—I don't get to focus on these. It kind of gives you an idea of what Liverpool are looking at. I think that's always the closer you get now to an insider to Liverpool's transfer business is you kind of know what they're looking for, and it is just an, a, another wide forward. But so you know, Jared Bowen, I want to say is the most is, is the most pacey, where some of those are, are very pacey. That's the bit I can't quite decide. Um. Yeah. I mean, Kev. It's a wide variety of type of players there, but they are all young and they are all players that make an awful lot of sense that Liverpool would be looking at. And a lot of fans won't be too happy because they may not know who some of these are. But, you know, Liverpool and FSG are going to look to attract. And Klopp, and let's make no bounds about it, Jurgen Klopp wants players that are young and hungry and that he can mould into the world stars that he will make them. Um, so what do you think of those names being mentioned? Look, in fairness, I don't think there was any research or anything else done to put that list together. That's just a group of names that all plays in similar positions. It You could have added another dozen names to that list. Um, for me, there's three that stand out. Um, Go. Christopher, Christopher and Cuckoo. If... I think if we were going to get him, we wanted we would have we should have got him last summer because he's kicked on and he's really really kicked on. He can play in midfield, he can play as an eight, he can play wide, he can yeah. play through the middle. 
his numbers in Germany for Leipzig this season are absolutely off the scale. Uh, Chris, I honestly think he'd be more expensive than Jared Bowen. Um, I think you're I talking know. 60 million quid for Christopher and Cuckoo at the minute. He's um, the only thing, I suppose, that he hasn't nailed down a position for France yet. Um, when he does that, then you're putting him in the top tier of, um, you know, the one level below what you talk about as an as an elite transfer. He's the ready he's the ready made finished article for me. He's he's one that I would absolutely do if you can do it. Um, Jared Bowen, at the right price, I think he could force a move. I think that's the only way that that happens. He would have to force it to get a move through in the summer because I don't I don't think West Ham will want to sell him. Well, lads, um, a question for you. Sorry for cutting across. Yeah. Would you like Jared Bowen at Liverpool? Would, would you like, if you could do a deal, let's say they could do a deal for 40 million for Jared Bowen, would you like him in the team? I would because he gives you so many options because, I again, I can see him playing as an eight. Yeah. That's yeah. where I was going to come to. And yeah, I think I might I have been, we might have spoke about this. We have. And I can definitely see him playing as an eight. Or up front, he gives you so many options. I'd, lo- I'd love to see what he'd be like on the left-hand side of a midfield three. Midfield three, yeah. You know, coming I, in I, on his right foot, I think he'd be somewhat special. The other one that I think is a bit of a wild card is Marcus Turan. He yeah. plays on the left wing. He wouldn't be expensive, but he's a unit. Yeah. And I don't know how he's ended up as being a left winger. <laughs> I was going you know to say. I mean? He's quick. But he's a good six foot three. Six foot four, uh, I think he yeah. is. Yeah, he's a, he's beast. a big, he's a big, he's a big boy. And he will give you options across the front three. And I don't think he would cost the earth. The others, I think, are in their breakout year, uh, especially Suleimana. He's he's playing his first real season in, in France. Yeah, he went for decent money to France, but I still take Jeremy Doku over him, personally. But I just want to see what he's like next year. Gurry is another one. First real season is his breakout year. Could be anything. He's a gamble. But you've seen what happens when you see a player taken from their one breakout year in Camavinga, who's at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Not confident. They're looking to pawn him off. You know, they paid mm-hmm. 35 million for him on the strength of he's got to be the next big thing. Then they also uh, is a piss off uh, PSG as well. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I, I, those are the three that would that I would take a punt on big time. You know, especially yourself. Yeah, yeah. The other benefit of Bowen is, I think Kiki, we have talked about it before. Is I think you feel we need two midfielders and probably two attacking options plus a right back. Mm. The benefit of Bowen, you could cut, you could sort of say he covers forward and midfield. So then you only need yeah. one midfielder, one forward plus a Bowen who can do who can do both. And right back, so that's a way of stretching because you don't know how much we don't know how much Liverpool will spend this year. It's a way of stretching your budget and Klopp does like a, a flexible player. Uh, plus, that it does allow. I mean, everyone talks about four two three one, which Klopp used to play at Dortmund. You can do that then with a with a Bowen as well. It gives you that another another string to your bow. So, I quite like him for his flexibility. I know he's not the most fashionable, and I know people will certain members of fans will moan and say, "Well, City wouldn't sign him, well, Chelsea wouldn't sign him," but. It's kind of what we need. We we need yeah. more flexibility. You know, we aren't going to buy five six players this summer. You know, hate to break it to you, but we aren't. So, we, I think we might, but hell on ever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we will. Um, I mean, it might come to that because it might be a couple of like you know, 
third choice goalkeeper and a that's back where right I was going to sneak a, a, back, yeah. a back at right back. I mean, but we ones who actually impact Effect first the, team, bit, yeah, the ones who actually you know. And that's just where I, I could get two shit to the third choice goalkeeper. <laughs> you know, you can sign whoever. I really couldn't care. You never, you've very rarely see him. Yeah, you've very rarely see him. You know, yeah. don't think we'll do the third choice goalkeeper. Make sure he's English, just because then you got a homegrown diddle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you're looking at max probably three to four lads who are going to affect the first team, which is that's not cheap if you want ones that are really going to affect the first team. And if we look at them names that are getting mentioned, I think Glenn Parsons makes a good point there. You know, bone in and Ox going the other way. I, I, I don't. He's a, it's always a club that Ox gets linked with. I know I'm a big fan of Ox, but it's a good comparison to put Ox there because I think Bowen could do that job. You know, Ox was a wide player and then wanted to go back into the midfield. And I think Bowen can do that on that left-hand side of the midfield, as Kev said, pushing in on his right foot. I think he'd be a very good option. I'd look at him as... You could play him in a front three if you needed, but I'd nearly look at him as an, another midfield player, and I think he'd be a very interesting one. He was one that when he first got linked, we all sort of turned our nose up and you know, maybe got a bit snobby about, you know, Jared Bone, Jesus, no. But he's kicked on, the, he's got something like 10, what, 10 goals or 9 goals and 10 assists or something. Yeah. Should have scored really at the well. weekend as well. Yeah. yeah, and he's, he's he's playing really well. He's playing out yeah. of skin, and I th- I'd agree with you, Kevin. Kunku was one that I think I think he could, I think he's gettable. I think he's you know I yeah, think I Leipzig do well. will do a deal. I think you wouldn't have to pay through you know the sun, moon, and stars for. I think he would be expensive, but would he be good enough to to force his way in the in the regular in our team? Do you know? Would mm. you see a situation where he? can get into the front three, for example, or where he could push into there's, a midfield three. There's more chance though, isn't there? Because you probably say Bobby and Manny aren't the level they were yeah. two years ago. Whereas two years ago, you look at that front three going, you ain't got a chance. Whereas it's now not you- a case for me if he's going to kick in and start next season. I think he's nailed on to start by the end of next season. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? He's right. that type of player for me. I think once you bed him in, I think he could be, he could be an absolute superstar in a couple of years time you know he, he, I think he's a very very good footballer uh, he's got a good brain on him as well he's very intelligent and he gets around the pitch you know he's 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 not the, the quickest but he's quick enough and I think he'd be an exceptional talent for us I mean the other there was another uh, player that we were linked with as well was um, your man from Leeds Calvin, Calvin Phillips. Phillips. I was going to move on to him because El Nassi and Al are linking us with him now. Anyone yeah. who watches Gav's daily shows will see El, El Nassi and Al pop up all the time with outrageous links. You know, <laughs> we're going to pay Jules Kunde's release clause and all this. And, you know, every player just gets seems to get linked with us. But they're linking Calvin Phillips. Do you think there's any legs in Calvin Phillips? Um, I think there is, depending on what leads do this season. And I, don't, and I don't mean about going down. Yeah, I'm on about look. He's not getting any younger. If he want, if he has ambition to play European football, then he's not going to get it with Leeds. And if he wants to play, if Leeds want to get a return on him, this summer is the most money they will get for him because of the length he's got left in his contract. Uh, the longer that goes on. The next year and the year after, then the player becomes the one who's in control. But as it stands at the minute, I think he'd be um, long term. I think he'd be a Jordan Henderson replacement. I and, think he needs our leads. 
I've said this on shows before. Yeah. We think three years of pressing with Bielsa. Not everyone's a fan of Bielsa. I'm a huge fan of Bielsa. Um, and now he's in England. He's in tournaments. You know, he's he's going off on international breaks. There's a, you know, there's a lot of tiredness there. And I think Leeds maybe wouldn't. I don't think they'd want to sell him outwardly or publicly. But I think if you ask them the question, I think Bielsa would maybe love a younger, fresher player in there that will do that job because I think he's going to pick up more injuries is what I think playing at Leeds. I think he needs out of there. And I think as mad as it sounds, he'd get that with us, you know. We, we don't play like we, we don't play as high intensity as we did. No, I I just don't see him go for 33 million. I think because no. the English no. culture, I think you're talking 50 close. 50, which that, yeah. And, and to me, 50, yeah. That says that says Man United all over it. A hundred percent. Yeah, and in fairness, if you look at what United need, he probably is what they need. To be he fair. is he is that type but of player. Whether he would go there because the the lead because the Leeds Man United thing. That's where there's no the question. No, mark. I'm just looking at the state of Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, would he, I mean money aside, United yeah. will pay top dollar and they will pay top wages and everything like that. If his motivation is money, go to Manchester United. Fine, you're happy days. If his motivation is to be the best player he can be, and earn, look, none of these players when they retire are going to put their hand in their pocket and feel the leg. Yeah. So, you know, if he wants to go somewhere and win things, he'll come to us. Oh, he or have a chance it. of winning things. If he wants to get paid, he'll go to Manchester United. The well, other option would be Chelsea. Or oh, the third option is City. Because Fernandino is not getting any younger. At some point, you do need. Yeah, I know Rodri's there, but some, they will want another holding midfielder when Fernandino moves on. Yeah, and it's you interesting. Know. Jono says, you know, Phillips sixty million, Royce is valued at a hundred. No way, late self at forty, which is very fair. We've just said very that. Fair, yeah. yeah, but you know, the interesting that Royce is in there because he's another one that will end up at one of those clubs if you know he wants out with West Ham yeah. or he want West Ham want the cash in on him. You're looking at Chelsea, Man U. Man City, you know, yeah, I, I see a hundred million pounds, O'Keefe, and I see Declan Rice and a hundred million pounds. I'm sorry, yeah. I mean, oh, the, the game's world, gone mad, the, yeah. The football world needs to catch on to itself because there was one, was one when I was looking at the transfer news earlier on today, right? There's one that piqued me interest was the early Haaland one to Real Madrid, yeah. Now, look, I think that's gonna happen. Two, it, the package. For Harland, for Haaland to Madrid is two hundred and thirty nine million euro. Yeah. When you yeah. include transfer fee and wage package and bonus to whoever needs to be paid off. Yeah. It's obscene. And I'm, no matter how much of a TV boost you get, a TV revenue increase you get, no matter how much the gate receipts are, or the prize money for the Champions League, someone is going to go bust again. If yeah. football carries on at this ridiculous level, there is no way in God's green earth that Declan Rice is a hundred million pound player. Because if you go and pay a hundred million pound for him, he's got to want to wages the pack that with parity with a hundred million pound signing on fee. That makes the package more than what Haaland is going to be commanding. Yeah. Stop. Exactly. I mean, look at especially Greenish. when you look at the return. Look at look at Lukaku. We're yeah. two po- we're ahead of Chelsea with two games in hand. And you look at what Chelsea have spent and what they've assembled as a squad. And we were crucified for not spending X, Y, and Z. It's spending money at an obscene level 
is not a guaranteed way to win titles or to win silverware or to be yeah. competitive. It's exactly. getting the right player and yeah. taking the price tag. Look at Wambasaka. Wambasaka is a good, decent, solid fullback. Yeah. You slap a fifty million pound price tag on him, and you've destroyed him. Harry Maguire, He's- decent, solid centre back. Slap a price tag on him, forget about it. But the problem with Wambasaka, we'll touch on this for a second. I know I said this before, and I'll say it again. He's a good player, Aaron Wambasaka, but he is not a modern fullback that the elite teams need now. Do you know? And he's a very good defensive. He's one of the best one-on-one defenders in in England, if not Europe. He's excellent. But the game moves on, and you know, if you're a Manchester United, where you are supposed to be a top team, your fullback has to be playing most of the game in the at least in the midfield toward. And so, in the attacking toward, and if you can't cross a ball or you can't impact it in those areas, you're not a, set to that level. It reminds me of Nathaniel Klein. Very good comparison, yeah. Yeah, it is actually Nathaniel Klein. When we signed, we were, and I was out there. This is the next Steve Finney. This is brilliant. Yeah. And then the way we evolved on the clock, we went at over to every time we got the ball, every team went let let Klein have yeah. the ball. Because he basically said, we're not scared of his crosses. He we're not sc- he's, yeah. he's not going to take me on, so no one was scared of him. Uh, and that's why everyone, that's why we had loads of problems. That's when Moreno, as much as everyone used to used to piss everyone off. Yeah, he, he was erratic. He had he had a decent delivery, and he, but he'd go at you. Yeah. And at least people go well when he's attacking. You know, you've got to be aware of him. Klein. They were just like let him have it. Everyone was geared to give it to give it to Klein, and to us, people don't know one Saka. So when yeah. he does get a decent crossing, you know, he gets everyone goes, oh look, so you can do it. It's like, yeah, but. One in one in ten is not really what you want, you know. It's yeah. just the way things evolve, you know. It's just not what people want. But one person could go to another top side, you know. If you went to Italy, he probably did really well, you know. Yeah. It's it su- the Italian style of play. And Atletico actually, go Madrid or something, just play yeah, yeah, there, yeah, tackling yeah. people. And that's what you know. You've got to be a good player, even if you've got to play for Atletico Madrid. You know, Trippier did it, you know. Yeah. So maybe for one person, it's good player, wrong wrong club or the wrong time. Yeah. You know, yeah. if he's at United. Five six years ago, he'd have been perfect. Yeah. So you know, that's just, um, that's just the way it falls out. I mean, it's a little and business. But the other the I other get, thing I, as well, I think players are get younger players now are, are getting better at picking the right club. And I always go back to Jude Bellingham uh, for the bravery it took to go to Dortmund and gamble. I mean, look, he went to Dortmund. Dortmund paid big money for him, thirty million. You know, so. That was huge for a kid. The Sancho, but, yeah, yeah, it was. It was still a huge gamble on their part. But players are more are starting to get the, the grips now with uh, b- picking the right player in the right club, and they'll hold up examples like Donny Van de Beek. Yeah. Donny Van de Beek's a very good footballer, He's and the wrong club. It, it just shows you what can happen to a player if you pick the wrong club. It, it can exactly. be disastrous. And that's why I, I look think, at this window and I think, there's a, do you know what? I don't expect any player this window to move that we would be interested in. Yeah. Or that would improve true. our uh, improve our starting 11 to a state where you're going to be saying, okay, well, we could use him to bring off, come off the bench type of thing. I just don't see those yeah. type of players moving this, this window. But I, I do get some of the frustration, say, for the summer where I'll say even like the year when the pool won the league the, the year after is I mean, that's where Liverpool should have been looking is looking at a Bellingham and go we're going to pay 30 million for a yeah. younger coming kid who basically he's not going to start for us for 18 months he's yeah but I don't think he'd have wore that Chris that's the thing 
No, I'm not saying that Bellinger, but a, a player of that ilk where we go, we find that player and you groom that player ready for Look, the for example, For example, would you go to Aston Villa now and throw down 30 million for Jacob Ramsey? Yes. I don't think he'd cost that much, but yeah, I'd like but it. You, do I, you know I, what I, I mean? I, I, I like, would, is he cause... an example of a player that's on the cusp of really breaking through and being yeah, yeah. a 50 million pound player? We signed Jacob Ramsey, people say like, Oh, he doesn't start for it. He doesn't improve us. Yeah. But in two years' time, you're going, Christ, Jacob Ramsey, what a bargain. You know, him as one of yeah. the eights, you know. They've done it that, again type of thing. That's your, yeah. You know, almost like, that's your Henderson replacement. That's your yeah. legs in midfield, but he's more of a goal-getter. And Henderson then becomes your, Jim, your Jimmy Milner. Yeah. That's your squad involvement from one player that you buy. I mean, in some ways, Harvey Elliott has become that. Yeah. We hope. That's true. Which is, we hope, hope indeed. Yeah, you know, we bought yeah. him the, the year after we won the, the Champions League and went, it's a kid, big deal. But yeah. now it's working out two years later. We just haven't done enough of those probably in the last two, three years. If we had, maybe this one we're looking at buying a wide forward and a midfielder rather than two what two forwards and two midfielders. It's yeah. just a matter of cutting your cloth cord, but also spreading the load. And that's probably Indeed. where we need to go. Right, before we move on, lads, Aaron, LFC Aaron throws in a silver chat. Thank you very much. Great show, guys. See Nabby's goal earlier. Cracker. Yes, yeah. great Cracker. goal. He's going better tappings. for us this season. He doesn't well, do tappings, does he? He's, no. No. He's, do you know what? He's been excellent in the AFCON. Um, mm. And it's, you know, it, the, the pride that a player takes when he's playing, when he's he's carrying his nation's hopes, yeah. you know, because he is their main man. Um, he takes the responsibility. He's suspended. Yeah, suspended in the, like, the next round. I don't know who which, we play. Um, which in some ways could be a good thing for us. Yeah. Because he might, you know, potentially he might not play. Yeah. Um, as in, like, they won't get through. So, we could be in the nice situation where he's re- he's a bit rested before. There's yeah. been some shocks as well today. Ghana's Ghana's gone. Yeah, Ghana's gone out. Ghana, 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 Ghana were terrible in the tournament. So yeah. that's has gone through, I think. So yeah. party that's party coming back soon. Uh, Algeria finished bottom, so that's Mahrez yeah. coming back soon. That's two. That's major shock, man, because they they won it they last were, year. They last champs, year they were, yeah. were second champs. favorites. Yeah, yeah. So you know Senegal who are the favourites have won 1-1 drawn 2-0-0 nil, nil, so it's not really got going Yeah, Egypt yeah. haven't been great really no you know so the only one who's looked good is Cameroon yeah indeed and it's I hope it's starting to bubble up now because you've seen a bit not more not Cameroon we do don't we yeah you've seen a bit more open football in like, yeah. in this round a lot of it's... 1-0s in the fourth batch wasn't there and then yeah. you're getting more goals now I think yeah. next once you get into the knockouts, I hope that once you get into the knockout stage, it doesn't revert to, you know, backfires, take it, to, take it to extra time and all that kind of stuff. I'm hoping yeah. it kicks mm. on, but we'll see. We'll see you next week. Right. Now, enough of that. Um, as we have to comment up there, please like, subscribe, comment, share across all your social media platforms. It really helps us um, because it puts their um, shows out to a lot of people and new people that may or may not be interested. You know, we we um, we enjoy, we, lo- we like what we do here and we think it's good quality stuff. So the more we share, the more we get out and throw your comments up and throw comments after the show and any feedback is always taken on board. Um, it's always welcome, you know, one of our big boys on this channel. We can, we can take a bit of constructive criticism, not a problem. So yeah, anyone just let us know yeah. If there's anything we, we can do to change it, but like, subscribe, do all the good stuff as well. Uh, and it, it does really helps us out an awful lot. But uh, lads, there's a lot of other links um, of clubs and we spoke, touched on Jacob Ramsey there, but Aston Villa are the club that are getting linked with an awful lot of players, naturally. Yeah, yeah. Gerard goes in there. They're, uh, 
they're not afraid to spend money um, and they're linked with Luis Suarez. So, uh, Chris, what do you make of the Suarez link to Aston Villa? Does it make sense here? Is it one that you can see happening? What do you think? I think he's got to buy Aspas next to get the 13-14 squad back together, isn't he? You know, <laughs> Martin Skill's coming soon. Um, I suppose he makes sense in terms of they want a bit of experience. Um, he could be a a good option for the last 20 minutes. Maybe they're looking to move on one of Watkins or Ings. But I think Suarez's best years are behind him yeah, because he hasn't scored masses for Atleti this year, Atletico this year, and he has started to pick up a lot of injuries, which is a very, which is always a thing of Suarez. He never got injured. He always got suspended, but he never got injured. Mm. The only thing I would say, it feels like a bad move for Gerard because, look, people don't want to talk about it, but we know... We know what he was like at Liverpool. We know the shitstorm he caused off the pitch and on the pitch at Liverpool. Do you really want that association coming back with you again? It puts it puts an unpleasant light on your club and it puts stupid pressure on yourself because you know the baggage he brings with him and you know the, the media shitstorm you bring with him. It feels like it just feels like you, you're creating a problem that you don't need. It's all going quite well. It's all going nicely for Gerard. You know, ups and downs. To me, I, I don't think it's the right move. I think the best. I think. Kevin, we, you said it offline. Best of Suarez is go to America because he want to play every week and every and he's not going to be fit enough to play every week now for Villa. But in America, he sound. Well, Martin says there if Suarez goes to Villa, he'll play a hundred percent. Well, you see, that's the thing. I think you want to play. You want to be in that team. Leg- all the time, I don't think his legs let him do it, and I don't think he'll accept being rotated because his legs have to be. He's rotated now for Atleti because yeah. He can't and cover it and you know look at Ronaldo even look at Ronaldo at Manchester you know you know he's playing every game it's to Tell the detriment of, of of that team you know and the thing about Aston Villa they, it hasn't worked out with Danny Ings for me and Watkins that, that just hasn't mm. you know one or the other they didn't need to bring in um, Ings but they did and if they're going to stick with that then they'd be be- I don't see be- why Suarez comes into the into the mix. They'd there. be better buying another exciting wide forward. Yeah. And just telling Ings and Watkins, you're fighting for the number nine, and I've got four wide lads who are going to cover yeah. the other two wide positions and let them fight it out. That'd be better. You know, it'd be more scary playing Villa and you've got Watkins and Ings coming off the bench with 20 to go because you'd be like, oh, because f- th- th- you would you'd be like, oh, that's, I don't need that. You know, when we've got everyone fit, we play our front three and you bring Jotter off the bench. You can see teams go, oh, Fucking hell, you know, don't need yeah. that coming off the bench. Whereas at the moment, bring polite, we'll bring a minimino off the bench, it doesn't scare people. Yeah, yeah, I don't true. see the upside for Gerard in this. Um, he's already fighting with Simeone. Apparently, he, uh, he and Simeone had a big falling out on the touchline after a game with Seville, and um, he scored nine goals this season in not the best La Liga you've ever seen in a dominant side. You expect more. The only links I saw for Luis Suarez earlier on today were before this stuff with Villa blew up, where I don't know where it came from, was a link to Inter Milan. Or sorry, uh, not Inter Milan, sorry. Um, Inter Miami. Because Blaise Matuidi wants to, is either going to retire or come back to France. And the MLS, you're allowed a certain amount of foreign players. And mm. apparently Beckham wants to make Suarez his marquee signing in the summer and that would make sense for all concerned because he'll play enough games to keep him fresh for the World Cup that's his main ambition is to go to the World Cup and then probably retire for Uruguay 
I don't see him playing in the Premier League. He's just not fit enough. We saw it when he came back to Anfield, and that was, and he was a shadow of what he was. He he didn't scare anyone. He didn't terrorize anyone. He's it's, he's time. just not. He's not Luis Suarez. He's not the Luis it's, Suarez we remember. He's so far was, removed from that now. It was pantomime Suarez, wasn't it? It yeah. was like all all the pantomime stuff without any of the punch. You know, yeah. it was. And I don't see the upside of Gerard. Look, I mean, the Coutinho Lord one is. His, I, Lord I guess his points perfect. Yeah. For Gerard as a manager, getting players you used to play with might not be the best way to improve to prove yourself. It's not. It's a. It would be a terrible move for him. Uh, I can understand the Coutinho move to a point because look, Barcelona are still paying a good chunk of his wages. If it works, you've got a very good player. Odds are it won't because you look at his injury record for the last two and a half years. It tells you that he probably in two months' time he will have broken down again. Yeah. But while you've got him and available on the pitch, he'll get the crowd up and he'll bring others into play. He, he be, he's a good option to have, but I don't, for the life of me, see at the end of the summer, Willis forking out 33 million quid for him. I just don't see it. Doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But he makes a good point. If, he wants, if Gerald wants to go for the next place, if Ryan Kent, that's probably more would work for Villa because they need probably another wide option. And Ryan Kent yeah. did really well for uh, Rangers. And he, I think he's probably looking for a step up. That might actually work better. Damn I wonder it. if he's been warned off signing Rangers players for probably until... Till, probably till the summer, but there'll be some players that probably want to move as well. Had he another one at Rangers that I thought would have yeah, been yeah. by now. Yeah. If he's a shadow of what his father was... Oh, no, he's a decent yeah. player, but if he's a patch on what his dad was, my God. Yeah, he was quality. We could do a show on him, George. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. lady show on that. Do yeah, our job on him. Oh, yeah. Don't watch but, Italian 90 yeah. and watch Ireland against Romania. It was nil-nil. And it went to penalties and we went through. But just around. watch it for what Hadji does in that game. Yeah. He was Sorry, levels so is tree of everything. He was is all he had. Brett Steen's comments got me laughing. Which one? Uh, <laughs> like Back in the blue shirt yeah. with red, red cape doesn't have to be reminded of a young Superman. <laughs> there you go. Fat, maybe a fat Superman, don't buy a young Superman. Yeah. Oh, don't uh, do yourself. Don't breathe in. Don't breathe in. Yeah, that's it. Cal Carl Robinson has a good comment there. I think you added up yeah. there a minute ago. Villa still want Basuma. Look, I'm convinced that Brighton come the summer will create an auction. Yeah, and it will. He'll go to wherever he wants to go to. He won't be yeah. short of suitors, and, and I'm sure he'll do well at Arsenal when he signs. Yeah, them. I think he's made it clear last summer, didn't he, that he wanted to go to Arsenal. Why yeah. he didn't go is anyone's guess. But maybe probably, it was a, just, probably it was a bit of a shit show. Probably, probably yeah. off, I don't know. Best off in best from Brighton, but it's... he won't be short of uh, admirers, us included. But I think Brighton won't be letting him go anywhere until the summertime. And it's it's you know we talk about Brighton they they've got Enoch Mwepu in there um, scores against us at Anfield. I think you know they've got a midfield. They don't even. It's not like they need to find a replacement for them. Their recruitment right. has been very good of late. Yeah. Um, you know it, it. They're in an enviable position that for a lot of clubs that we've seen in the past clubs have done. You know you're not. Selling a player and having to replace him, they've got the the. We well, look at Ben White. You know they sold yeah. him for fifty million. Exactly. Uh, 
They bought Webster for 25 from Bristol City. Dan Byrne, who's a six foot eight right left back, yeah. converted into a third centre back. That was just the weirdest thing you've ever seen in football. I swear to God. Can you imagine Peter Crouch playing at fullback? Yeah. But it's just like John Rafa played. John Rafa played Peter Crouch left wing. Yeah, you still got Lewis Dunk there, and yeah. you still got um, Shane, Duffy. Duffy. Shane Duffy there as well. So to be able to turn around a fifty quid, fifty million pound turnaround player and not miss it. I thought the best bit of business Brighton did last summer was Veltman. You came through the IX mm. system. You got yeah. the IX education. You're picking up this kid for 850 grand. That was just a snip. You know yeah. what I mean? A solid, dependable. Can play in multiple football can play well. a million quid. What yeah. are you doing? Can't go wrong. Um, just goes to prove these players are out there if well, you're willing to play at that level. you know That's it. That's the gamble you can take when you're probably 15th looking to break into the top eight. But it's when you're a, a well-managed and a well-coached team, you can bring in a player of that quality and get the best out of them. Whereas some teams in the Premier League would look at bringing in a development and they're not playing football. And if you come up through Ajax and the Dutch systems, you're used to playing ball. And then you can yeah. come into England and you're playing, you know, boom, air ball. And it's, it's a different game and yeah. they struggle. You know, they do struggle. LFC Aaron throws in another Silver Chat. Thank you very much. Thoughts on Carrie Madiemi and Jonathan David. Two very exciting players. Two players that have been linked with us. So I think Adiemi's been strongly linked with Dortmund for a while, hasn't he? Like, I thought that was... There's, there's talk is that he's, uh, he was approached by English because Liverpool's name was name-dropped in there and that he turned it down because he wants to stay... In, he wants to go to Germany. He wants to go to Germany, yeah. Yeah. yeah was... I mean, uh, does... does the German national team, you know, does does positions there for grabs. They're looking for a new, um, they're looking for a forward, I suppose, that they can pin their hat, their hat on. I don't know if this lad is it. He's, he's still very young. He's, he's got a lot to prove, but he's a very excellent player, you know, and he's one that it'll be, it'll be watching with interest where he goes. Uh, I don't think it'll be us. Or I you think he will go to Dortmund. I think that's where he's going to go when they sell Haaland. I think that's going to mm. be their, yeah. their move. And, you know, whether they they can bring him in there and he won't be, you know, the one. They may, Daniel Malin might be the one they look to stand in there and then give Adiemi a year. He's not really kicked on, has he? No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Because um, there, there was a lot of fuss about him. I can't believe Dortmund have got him. And he hasn't quite lit it up like you thought. I mean, Dortmund, I mean, Dortmund especially in the Champions League, were very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I think Dortmund have got issues, but their issues really aren't up front. Their issues are at the back. When you got yeah. Emery Chan playing at the back, Emery Matt Chan Hummels, and Matt Hummels, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, the two of them would turn quicker than the Titanic, like, or yeah. Titanic could turn quicker Tunk- than them. Yeah, not there. Uh, but Adiemi could end up back at Bayern. Um, Do you think? Does he it... was rejected at Bayern? He yeah. was. He left. He left Munich. He's from Munich. He's Munich. Munich boy. His family are still there. The other interesting one is Jonathan David. Um, moved last summer, got back, got injured. Then it never really happened for him last season, but this season he's done really well. Um, he'd be a very interesting one for us if we were looking for a number nine. If Divock went and you're looking for a nine, you know, he's to the come off the bench, want. or if he was starting games, you wouldn't be too fussed about the problem is with him, he's not a come-to-feet kind of striker. He's an in-behind type of striker. He's strong, mm. you know, but he's, um, I think he's probably about 5'11", 6 foot, but he's strong and he can get in behind. But 
I don't think he goes. I don't think he comes the other way as well as what we would want. I drop, but him. he would be interested. Yeah, I'd rather splash the, if we had if we could. I'd rather splash the cash and go for someone like Vlaovic. Uh, yeah, Juventus Yvent, are now looking at it and saying yeah, that's the only player they'll splash the cash on. I think quite a few yeah. look at him. I think mean, you said before, whoever doesn't get Haaland, he's probably well, looking at him. I, it's a good segue. Yeah, Vlaovic. Let's let's talk about Vlaovic. He is one that I think he wants to stay in Italy, doesn't he? It's Inter and Juve are the teams. I think he's that's, actively come out and said. They're my first choices now. Arsenal seem to think that they're, you know, still in the home. They're the, the main drive, and they could be because I think they're going to throw silly money. They're going to look to replace Aubameyang, and they're going to. I think they're going to they're going to go big on on Vlavic. I don't think we're going to be in the Vlavic sweepstakes. No. no, we should be though, but we're not going to be. I don't know if we should be. I think it's I think we, we should have been, and I think. Maybe the summer was when we should have been. Well, even though he's some, kicked on, even though he's but, kicked on this but in, season. In but in the summer, his price was going up and up and up, wasn't it? Yeah. Because originally, the bin, so we all thought that the room was it was 30, 40 million, which looked a reasonable price. And then after this, after the summer, then he got to like 70. Well, that's, you know. yeah. So that's. Yeah, that's the rumor that's going around, apparently, that he's agreed personal personal terms at Juve two months ago. Look, mm. we don't know. Nobody knows. Um, the thing, the thing is, you you got to understand with these players from Eastern Europe, Juventus are their Manchester United because of the players from the past from Eastern Europe, the former yeah. Yugoslavia, Zibi Bonjek from Poland, yeah, exactly. Who's pe- who's played in the Italian Serie A, Serie A and played for the big clubs? They grew up watching Italian football. They grew up idolizing these clubs. So it's a big lure for these for these players. Arsenal know that if they're going to get him, they have to get him now because they won't get him in the summer. Because the auction, I, don't think, I think yeah, they know they're not gonna, I think they know we're not going to get him. I, I yeah, think, but it does a, appease the fans for now, doesn't it? Yeah, that, I think it's, I think it's a PR thing. Jump, jump, jump the whole Lamar thing with the outbidders for Lamar, yeah. the bid ninety bid for Lamar, and they shit the bed when they said yeah because luckily it felt it basically if there wasn't enough time to get yeah. the deal done, never went back in for him. But look, we went in for him. We bid ninety yeah. million. We were. It, I do wonder if some that's had a bit of an appeasement and then the striker they're going to bring in comes, which isn't Vlaovic. Yeah. But, oh, well, if we try to come again, so we've got this guy instead. I but it's interesting. With them. On Arsenal, like, they're, lo- they're trying to sign Arthur as well from Juventus. Uh, yeah. And the money yeah. there is fucking huge. It's astronomical money that's as because well. because he's, he's on crazy wages and he's been embroiled in the controversy with the uh, dodgy moves, with the piano yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, that was so, for for it, me. That's what you walk away from the time, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The other big wage one. Did you see the story of Barcelona with Usman um, Dembele? With apparently um, ja- Javi, his jaw dropped when he saw what the demands that the player was making. Was he looking for something like seven hundred and fifty thousand yeah. a week? Something, something yeah. ridiculous. And uh, he's basically apparently they're going to have one last throw the dice to talk to their representatives yeah. but he's out the door on a free this summer and I'll tell you what wherever he ends up he's a bag of trouble man wherever he ends up good luck to him I just pray yeah. to God he doesn't end up anywhere near us he's an excellent player but I think is the injury record and um, the, attitude, the attitude you know yeah. of he wasn't going training he was he was yeah 
just bad news. It seemed to be coming out constantly everything, about them. Everything about that, everything about that feels like a red flag, doesn't it? You, you, yeah. you would be. I mean, Ian Matthews has put up, you know, we should go for Latour and Martinez if only. Oh, yeah. You, you both yeah. said in the summer, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have, uh, Chelsea have gone for him instead of Lukaku. Yeah. He's got a feeling that Barcelona probably will go for him or Atletico. Yeah. Atletico will. Yeah. yeah. See, He's, the other links that were there in the week was uh, Dupai, Dupai maybe going to Italy this window. Mm-hmm. But it's a case of finding a club to take him and getting Morata or someone in coming the other way. There's a few other stuff. Um, apparently, Hazard turned down Newcastle, £41 million well, was tabled. Hmm. So let's say. talk about Newcastle then. Yeah, let's get to show It does show just because you've got all the money doesn't mean, they have to, doesn't mean they'll come. You've got to, there's also got to be a, I think some, for that level of player, that they don't need, they don't need to go to a Newcastle. They can get the same money somewhere else. Newcastle should be looking the one that's like a tier or two tier below. Yeah. Uh, City, second time round, got it right. They already had, they already had company because I think Mark Hughes had brought him in. But then they started bringing in players who were like just ready for the next levels. You know, they, they bought David Silva, who was a very good player for. Valencia was probably looking for the next move, so, so they, they, yeah, they we went for him. You know, Aguero was just ready for the next move. You know, wasn't the elite Aguero he became. He was probably that tier below, but like we did with Sadio Mane and Salah. Yeah. That's what they should be looking for. Kevin De Bruyne as well. You yeah, know, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne. He was who, on to something big, but wasn't maybe at that it stage. It hadn't worked out. He'd, he'd gone away to Wolfsburg, done well at Wolfsburg, and then went... Or take a risk in it. And look, there's loads of quotes that say with people that oh they've overpaid for him, but that's kind of what they needed to look for. Yeah. Newcastle to me this year just needs to probably needs to be buy your trippy, buy your Chris Wood, buy players that'll keep you up. Next summer, look for the players that are going to get you to close to a European spot or just outside of it, and the following year get you on the European spot. Build it that way. You're not just going to go bang the older Bramovich thing of we're going to get we're going to get these players because Bramovich had the benefit of they're already in Europe. And they were in London. Yeah, Newcastle have either of those factors at the moment. And from the sounds of it, look, Newcastle don't really have a structure behind the scenes yet. No, because of what all left for by Mike Ashley, which was nothing. Yeah. So I think, and they're trying to it. just get them. They're trying to fill in them, um, them holes at the moment, and they're just going very scattergun. And, and Cahill puts up there, you know, I see Diego Carlos is going to Newcastle twenty nine. They should be going younger. And he was one that was linked with us, and uh, Martin Skirtle, isn't he? Yeah, he's very rash. You know, he's a very, very rash centre back. He's yeah, he's gonna pick There's, up red cards, I think, in the, in that league. But why is he scabby to go to Newcastle? Why is he desperate to go there? Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal still in Europe. Yeah, and Sevilla are pushing the top sides in in Spain as well. I Sorry. mean, look, they've been for they've they've been trying to sign a left sided centre back. Yeah, they've been linked mm. with three: Marcus Sensi. Yeah. Diego Carlos and Attila Zlazi from Fenerbahce. Yeah, Zlazi, yeah. All, all three linked with Newcastle. Botman has turned them down. I honestly expected Newcastle to be further down the line Yeah, at this stage of the window because it just they bought the club and I honestly expected more. I expected a director of football to have his ducks in a row by the third week of January that you were you just went boom, boom, boom. You're in, you're going, and you're moving. And mm-hmm. they just seem to be um, 
hitting brick walls a certain types of player. They overpay. I mean, look, Wood, the, the, the Wood deal is ridiculous. They, I mean, look, he probably couldn't believe his wet dreams all came through. I, at once. I think the Wood, yeah. this, I think the wood deal is, I think the Wood deal is, we've got a body in while Wilson yeah. is injured. If we go down, Wood would get you out the, the championship. And yeah, but it's still 25 if, million quid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes. It, but for, it's crazy. But for the money they've got and the money they haven't spent for the last 10 years. Yeah, I get that. It's, would you, I do you think we should be going a bit more heavy on the transfer phase? Like, do you think they're trying to be, you know, clubs now, look, you're what, 10 times richer than PSG and Man City combined, lads. Yeah. They'll not come in here and try and undercut us. So, you know, mm. they got Chris Wood because they paid the release clause or played, you know, got that Which, done. To and, be fair, it's what, it's what City done for the last... And three, that's what years. I was going to say, is it just Which a case is, of going in and taking players, saying, look, what are we going to pay? We're going to, boom, 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 build your team. As Kev said, they're a little bit behind where he thought he'd be. They need to rebuild that defence. They're running out of time. If they had a proper director of football, you'd like to think they probably would have had a scout list of players going, look, lads, these are defence we, we know have got buyout clauses. So do you like any of them? Or like it, it's buyout clause 45 billion. Let's go and get him. Yeah, done. We don't have to haggle or tit around with, you know, not looking at getting rid of it. He had a buyout clause. We paid the buyout clause because we need a centre back. And most people go, "What's well, expensive? That's the buyout clause. It's done." Yeah. You know, get them the done early way. and then just fucking build your, or you know, get yourself buy, settled for the the running. Or but maybe buy less attractive players. You know, yeah. Look, we all joke about Nat Phillips, but buy someone like that. He's probably better than the centre back you've got. Who will? Oh yeah, at least. Do you have a job? Even if it means you've got to fuck him off in six months' time, that fellow's won't care. He'll get a payday and yeah. so be it. You know, at least that's yeah. someone who's played the Premier League, done well when he's played in the Premier and played, and let's face it, he played in the Liverpool side that had no defence. So he'd be, he'd be used to it at Newcastle. Yeah. Because it, it's the same It's the same situation for him. Yeah, I just expected them to be, I expected them to have three, four signings done, dusted by now. I mean, the trip here won, no brainer. I think. I think next week's probably the most telling week because with the, because all the European lads have got a week, have now got ten day break. Yeah. Uh, after this weekend, if you're obviously going to try and sign a South American player or an African player or an Asian player, that's going to be more challenging because they're going to be in qualifiers yeah. or still at the Afcon. Which is why I don't believe Liverpool are looking at Luis Diaz because if we're going to get him, you would have had to get him this week because you're not going to get him next week because it'd be yeah. he'd be away to Colombia. He'd be gone, yeah. You know, I mean, you can still do them on international breaks, but it's just such it's, yeah, more you make it balls harder up. for yourself. Like, yeah. for the sake know, of why it, would you? Either you want the player or you don't. So you do. And also, it's why would Porter then sell him with, with a few days left in the window? Because we found that with Coletta Car last January, yeah, put a twenty-two million pound bid in, and they said you, you have to wait. Till we we can't find anyone to replace him. So sorry, do without. Yeah, you know, put it. You know they're they're in a play a position where they're trying to be too clever. I think in their in their transfers and the, Kev, I agree with you. I think they're going to run out of time in what they can do. I don't think they're going to do enough, and they could be in trouble. But they they, as a lot of people have pointed out, Wood was a tactical move. You know, it took a striker yeah. off a relegation rival, and we keep saying that it, it is true. You know, it is true. Yeah. Well, lads, we we won't stay much longer, so we're just going to run through some of the other rumors, some of the quick ones that we go to because I want to leave the, the Leeds one until uh, the end um, <laughs> uh, Manchester United linked with a friend of ours John McGinn what do we think of that bullshit or does bullshit, it have I think. I think it's bullshit I don't see it 
It I makes too much I, sense. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure it's what they need. The other side was apparently mm. Pogba is in talks with PSG for yeah. a move in the summer. That, that, was, that I could believe. That, that, that I could believe. Is anyone? Yeah. Again, <laughs> again, United. Look, he, he he's a very good player. I just don't think he's better than Fred, and he's he, a left forward yeah. central midfielder. So, but he improves more the squad. Energy. He improves it, the squad, and maybe he's the type of signing that they need right now. To give them a bit of energy and drive in midfield. Apparently, yeah. talks broke down as well with uh, Bruno Fernandez. The all's not well with his uh, renegotiations for his contracts. So uh, that's one to keep an eye on for down the road. Lovely. Um, Ma- didn't Marshall reject? Uh, yeah, you heard me mind there, Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Some neck hasn't he rejecting a move anyway? Get out of there. <laughs> go to your career. I think he wants oh. to go. He wants to go abroad. He wants to get out yeah. of England. How does a player? How does the manager say a player refused to play for make himself available for him? The player denies yeah. it and they says, Oh, I've held a clear the air talks. It, it, it was a miscommunication. It was like, It's a bit fucking English bold. Is, yeah, Randy's English is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a bit fucking bold to just say, He did make himself available. The player goes, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's a misunderstanding. Fuck, <laughs> some fucking misunderstanding. That. Yeah. That, yeah. I think if you've got to throw a player into the bus like that, you've got to pretty well make sure you're ducking on a row before you throw that out there. I mean, Marshall. Martial's problem. Yeah, it is. But Martial's problem is there's not many clubs in on the continent that can pay what United want. Plus the wages that he's going to command. I know people say we always talk about wages, but this is the problem United have got. This is why the likes of Phil Jones and that are still at the club. Is even if they want to move them on, people can't afford to pay the wages unless and United just don't want to pay them off. So not only that, if you're paying financed stored. Marshall's on well over a hundred grand a week, isn't he? He's, he's oh, easy. way over that. So if you're looking for a team, there's there's not many teams, not many elite teams, I suppose, will take Martial. And then you're looking at the teams that will take him that are going to pay that money. He's probably not stupid, and he's like, whoa, oh, Martial's on two fifty k a week. Wow, there you go. game over. That was a good show, yeah. lads. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know, Seville might make a... Seville are paying him that. No. Not at all. So, He's going so to have to seriously reduce his wages yeah. if he wants to his wages, he's going to have to buy his contract out or he's going to get. He's going to have to get United to terminate his contract and pay him off. Or yeah. it's going to be one of those stupid loans where United are paying 200 and he's getting 50 off them. Yeah. Which United can afford to do. Of course they can. Yeah, but, but it shows the danger shit, of giving it's shit, it's big contracts to, yeah. to players that aren't worthy, you know. And it, it's a dangerous, dangerous game. And I'm not going to turn this into Liverpool and, and, and Mo Salah around, but it, it shows the what can happen to a club when you put a player, and again, I'm just not talking about Salah here, but when you put a player yeah. on a contract that's so far above what they're worth, you cannot shift them. You know, you cannot, yeah. and we're seeing it time and time again with these players. Again, I'm not talking about Liverpool in any way, shape, but, or form. But the Salah one's different because we're, we're all, I think most fans and everyone's in agreement going, well, we're, if, if Liverpool do offer him 350 grand, 400, no one's batting an eyelid. Someone's going, but he's done it for the last three or four years and yeah. he looks like he'll still do it. Exactly. Marshall, he scored a goal against us, against Skirtle, you know, hasn't re- I, I, he hasn't done enough for me. So you know that's where it looks. That's where it looks soft. Where you're going like, does he really warrant that? But again, look, everyone's models different. But yeah, that's the issue that got to have now is Marshall. You got an unhappy player who wants to leave, but no one can afford him. Yeah, yeah, indeed. 
Uh, Spurs apparently are looking to shift on in yes. Dumbele, Deli Ali, Bergwijn, and Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty. Yeah. I'm talking because Newca- Newcastle Everton want Ali, don't they? Yeah, the Traore links aren't gone away. And, and Wolves have signed a, a young Portuguese under 21 winger. Yeah. In, yeah. in this window, £2.9 million. Pounds. Don't know much about it, but look, we'll see what the story is there. But if he's play, already played for Portugal under 21, he might be half decent. You never know. Yeah, but again, what, but even could, Chiquinho. Yeah. yeah. It could free but, up a move for Traore going to Spurs, but it also gives Wolves to play, a bit to of play a, wing. But it's to play wing back, yeah. though, isn't it? It's not to play yeah. wing, it's to play oh, wing it's, back. Yeah, it's to play wing back. But it gives Wolves a cushion then to be able to say, okay, well, we. We don't have to sell Ruben Nevis now. We can. Yeah. Mm. You know, it gives them a bit of a comfort cushion that they can He's basically hold on to, to some of their other players. They're trying to try her into uh, Victor Moses. Yeah, pretty much, isn't it? That that that's the plan. But listen, pace wise, you know, getting up and all that, he'll he'll do fine. Defensively, I haven't seen much from. I haven't seen enough from defensively to know if that's a good move or a bad move. But it's not renowned he's, for. A, it's not renowned for a great final ball, though, is he? I tell you, if he's chipping in those floaty crosses for Harry Kane to run onto, might be all right. It yeah. might be, but, it's, but it does make sense in the sense. It, it in, does make a lot of know, sense. It does no really big clubs are going to take a damn Triore and, and fans will yeah. scream out, "Oh, get a damn it!" But Kev, you're right. The floaty crosses, he, you know, they're not for us. Do you know what I mean? And despite he can roast Robbo every time you play him or whatever, but I just don't. I'm not a fan of a damn Triore. I think he's. For less than twenty million, he's a good impact sub to have, but only to sort to of be held a skelter. You're not going to get much end product. You're just it's like throwing a blade grenade in somewhere just to throw a bit of a bit yeah. of scatter in. And you yeah. know, I don't know if we're at that but, sort of yeah. thing, but yeah. it's it's a big move for him. But the, so, the interesting yeah. one for me there in that in that group is Ndombele because it's they paid sixty it's plus it's million it's for him. Yeah. And he's it's it feels an awful lot like Bakioko. There was a Chelsea that's now yeah. at AC Milan. Chum that's on. what that feels like. That's a very expensive, very it feels expensive like a Aquilani for us. Yeah, it's a very he, expensive I think it, I think he's going to be permanent alone now until his contract ends. I suppose. Yeah, he'll just go to a different Italian club every year. Like Aquilani very highly did. rated, very highly rated Wendy Bottom. Um, yeah, it's just not worth said. Out. It was, you know, uh, uh, he was the one over our that was, you know, get out of that limit. Leon, I, was, I actually watched, I watched a, Spur, a Spurs podcast, and it's not anyone that would would have been on here, but it was a mm. Spurs podcast, and the guy actually said that he was the most intelligent footballer the Spurs ever had. And I, I sat to, I, I just thought, mm. you've had Glenn Hoddle at your club, mate. Yeah, mm. you've had Ozzy Ardiles at your club. You've had yeah, David sure. Ginola at your club. Yeah. You've had Luka Modric at your club. And you've signed this guy on 67 million quid, and you're telling me he's the most intelligent footballer you've had at your club. I I, I, had a, I was laughing. I was yeah. nearly in tears coming down, me, coming down my eyes. I thought, yeah. that's, one, that's one you definitely, that's the hill you just like, yep. yeah. <laughs> if that's the well, one you want to die on, crack on, kid. Yeah, Christian Eriksen, Moussa Dembele, yeah. you know all these players that were really, really Modric. clever players and they're going on about uh, Tango and Dembele. No, no, no chance on that one. Um, before we finish, I read, Steve, how many times can Keita say, not talking about Salah? Well, that's because people in would one, think of in, saying... In one sentence. I want, yeah, 
people will think I'm saying, you know, oh, don't pay Salah, he's not worth it. I wasn't saying that. that, you know. I was just using Clip the example. Quick. I was just using <laughs> the example <laughs> that you give these contracts out and they fucking come back and haunt you very quickly, yeah. you know, for players. That's that why I, I really like our incentive-based contracts because yeah. our wage bill is one of the highest in the league when you add yeah. it all up. But the reason is there is because of the success on the pitch. Yeah. And the players are all have all signed these contracts knowing that. So yeah. at the end of the day, I'd rather be in that position where you're challenging for stuff and pay them pay them the, the wages they earn grand. But I'd hate to be in the position where that's your wage bill and you're an eight. Yeah. Uh, well see you know, that's, 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 got, that's a scary thing. Barry definitely's got your bank to right there, Keith. No, he's talking shit. We had well more than 12 players, and that's a fact. 12. I'm not playing FIFA here, buddy. It's 16. Um, he was going to ask what the short silly. is. What the short tonight? Santos. Um, yeah, going for Brazil, a Santos short. Uh, Pele. Pele, Neymar, Robinho, to a lesser extent. Um, a little bit. <laughs> before we finish up, boys, before we finish up. Yes. Brendan Aronson being linked with Leeds. Leeds have had two bids, I think, rejected. Yeah, two bids him. rejected. This is an interesting one. Um, mm. Kev, what do you make of Brendan Aronson um, possibly going to Leeds? Is he a player that you're familiar with and do you think Leeds is the right move from? A little bit uh, because of Avi, because Avi was mad into him. Uh, is he American? Avi's, look, yeah. uh, Avi's mad oh, okay. into American players anyway. <laughs> any any American players that play in Europe, Avi's mad about them. Uh, but I watched him a bit, not a lot, you know, a little bit, but not a lot. Um, but it's ballsy from Leeds to throw down a £15 million bid for a young American with potential. Yeah. And... The thing is with them, Salzburg drew Bayern in the Champions League and that allows them to say no to these kind of deals in the same way as we were told no for Canate last January. Yeah. Mm. You know, being in the knockout stages of the Champions League with that kind of prize money and that TV revenue coming in allows a club like Salzburg who are run to within an inch of his life pretty much perfect, not on a high wage bill, not on anything like the wage bills of the Premier League to be able to turn down these offers knowing that if he does well against Bayern and does carry on his, carries on his progression, that money will still be there down the line. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. It would be a very good move for Leeds. Really would. And it's something Leeds need. Leeds need to add one or two in this window desperately. Yeah. So it's um, definitely one to watch. Arsenal Fan Circle Channel says he's watched Aronson in person three, four years ago. He's a class player, great vision and hungry. He's a very quick player as well, you know, and Leeds seemed that, you know, Dan James has gone in there to pay a lot of money for Dan James. He's he's a quick player. His end product isn't there. And that's, uh, you know, Aronson, what was the guy that Norwich on Josh Sargent, they thought he might have been... Well, a couple of years ago, he was highly rated in Germany. He'd done pretty well, yeah. and it was a gamble. I don't think they paid Norwich paid big money for him, but I think Norwich, when if they go down or when they go down, he'll be one of the players that will fire them back up. Because yeah. Yeah. aren't Norwich only points off uh, getting out of relegation though? That's that the bomb thing. That it, bomb it, is meant. It's just the way it's so congested with the fixtures pile up. It's. It's I mean, what's got, going on there. I mean, Burnley got seventeen games in hand, so you know. Yeah, 
they have to play them sometime. They have to play them sometime. Yeah. What happened to just what to just getting on with it? It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? That's it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the tones and the tones have changed somewhat over the last while. Yeah, I've I've seen another uh, David Moyes talking about you know fixture lists and player welfare not being looked after, and, and the press are going. He's got a point, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder where. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I. I, 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 I yeah. Oh, damn. Let, one thing quickly. Um, Everton. Um, Jose Mourinho. Ah, oh, please. Where's my cat? <laughs> Jose Mourinho is the latest victim to be turned at the uh, poison chalice. He's turned um, down, isn't he? Yeah, of course. What I mean, the hell are they doing? Uh, I mean, yeah, let's let's talk about. But, yeah. but isn't is Mourinho still getting paid by get his contract paid by Spurs? Yeah, well, Mourinho's a very smart so, man. So very smart man. Mourinho, I can live in Italy, you know, enjoy life in Rome, getting two wages. Well, fuck, what fuck, want to go back to England and have all yeah. that stress? Yeah, be. Dublin's finest. That's a good show, actually. How Dara was linked la- uh, over the weekend with uh, move to Manchester United. He'd be interesting, actually, because he's he's uh, he's decent. Wouldn't yeah. say he's he's on the level of Nkuku, nowhere near. No, but he's very industrious centre mid. Yeah, he, like, he's very good. He's he's a player that I like as well. Um, yeah. And is it just a case of you know Red Bull and Red Bull putting Red Bull and Red Bull together and getting monster? Do you know what I mean? Like, is are we assuming that the Ralph Ranić toys will? You know, I think, he, I think they, he's got to be able to prove that he can build a squad. Yeah. And he's well, got in there to build a squad, you know, but I don't know how much room he's got to, um, to sign anyone with the numbers that they have there without moving players on. Yeah. So the one to watch for me at the minute is Van de Beek and yeah. Jessica Lingard. Hmm. Both linked with my yeah. uh, we're air friends in across Stanley Park at Everton. Um, yeah. And Newcastle, obviously, as well. Uh, mm. We'll be sniffing around the likes of Lingard. Oh, but, you know, there's Laura thrown in there. Lovely way to end this. Lampard and Rooney apparently getting interviewed for the Everton job. I it, think Wayne Rooney could be a sleeper as a decent appointment there. I actually think for Wayne Rooney's management career, the best thing he can do is stay well away from Everton. He's, he's, like done, he's, done, re- he's done really well at Derby. And that's with a bit what he's had to work with, yeah. Which, and that's a bit of a shit show at the moment. All the stuff you hear coming out from The Athletic, from any sort of respectable journalist is, behind the scenes at Everton, it's a bit of a shit show. And I've seen some Blues getting really upset, saying, we sacked, Ra- we sacked Rafa after he sold Dinia, got rid of Marco Brands, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. I believe their med- one of the head medical people's gone as well, and someone in the recruitment team's gone. So it sounds like there's no real structure behind it. For a young manager, that's not a healthy environment to come into. I think it's a Rooney, he probably wants to progress, but... It's a bit like, I'm not saying he's Brendan Rodgers, but it's like the Brendan Rodgers thing where he got offered the Liverpool job and probably thought, I may not get this option again. Yeah. So I'm gonna, and it's going to be very hard for him to turn down his boy old club. For me, I think for his career, I, I think it's, it's, it's setting himself up for a fail because I actually think he's doing well at Derby. Lampard would just be hilarious. I just think he's overhyped shite. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah that'd be fantastic. Yeah, they may as well get Ollie hilarious. in. They may as well get Ollie in just to make sure. In fairness, I can see why they get... I mean, they had no choice but to give it to Ferguson on a temporary basis. But you look at the managers that he's worked with or that he's worked under now. If he hasn't picked anything up from them, he's done his coaching badges. He knows the club inside out. He knows the players and he knows what's coming through the under-23s. Their under-23s aren't 
that bad. They produce yeah. some. De- they're producing some decent young talent. Their problem, I think, now is they're getting very close to being dragged into that relegation mm-hmm. battle. And do you want Duncan Ferguson in charge for the rest of the season? If he pulls them safe, do you know what they'll do? They'll do an ollie. Yeah, they'll, yeah. Give him, they'll give him a, a two-year contract. I don't know. He's been sniffing around there. He's been in there before. And he was his his he, motivation stuff was he was wearing Joe Royal's blade and scarf and Howard Kendall's watch and all that. And F- I F- don't F- know if he can do that. It's it's the tree blading names thing. You know, it'll yeah. work once or you, you might get away with it once. You see, his, you his biggest problem is if it, if he if he takes if he gets the job full time, it's only ending one way. Then what does he do? Because yeah. if you're out the door, what the hell do you do with the rest? You know, you can't, yeah, but, he doesn't know anything else. But the big problem Everton have got is they don't know what they want. They don't know what they are. And I do. I, I've got Blues. I've got, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, if you ask Blues, what do you want? You'll get, four, you'll get five different answers. You know, they've been down the established manager, Mary Grad of Big Sam. They went down young managers, Silva, Martinez. Well, they they went Martinez down, back, so you know. they went down proven Champions League winners, Ancelotti, Rafa. None of them have worked. Yeah, which proves the problem isn't the managers completely. It is the shite that's behind it. Yeah, and, and when you look at that, the money they've spent, Swiss Ramble done an excellent thread on this today. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. yeah. and absolutely it's frightening. sliced and diced everything. I would say let's put them up there as the worst run club in England because yeah. Manchester yeah. United can do this and, you know, it'll be a paper cut to them. Well, the money Everton are hemorrhaging. That's why they only spent 1.6 million in the summer because for Greg, that's all they could spend. And that's why they got El Ghazi on loan because I don't think yeah. they could spend any money. Yeah. So then you look at Everton going, well, the only way you're going to spend money now is to reduce your costs. But they bought two blade and fullbacks on Mad Shekels as well. So but I don't yeah. think they'd be on massive wages and yeah. with yeah. the money they recouped from Dinya. Dinya yeah. probably, probably they had up. to do that deal. To be fair, they had to do that deal. Dinya wanted out. Yeah. Irrespective of Rafa and all that crap, he yeah. wanted out. They've reduced but, the wage bill. They've got. They've probably made a profit and brought in two players. The question now you is know, though, so, if they want to really rebuild that squad and really make it, you know, fit for purpose, Richarlison has got. It might be a Richarlison or a Carver. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the only two real sellable assets. Sellable assets, but then. Yeah. If you take Richardson out of their side, you're taking a hell of a lot of creativity, and whatever you bring back in, you'd be lucky to get another young Richardson. You know, because the scout so far hasn't really proven that they can well, do that. I'll tell you who they should go for for their young Richardson is the exact same thing they've done with Richardson. Is go to Watford and take Joe Pedro because mm, he's yeah. a player in the making. He's only twenty or twenty one years after, old. After the sh- after the shit show of Richarlison and nicking the manager and getting in. Yeah, the, uh, fair enough, Watford may not be as interested in but, this as so, I am, but you know, if I was on the Ev uh, <laughs> I won't read uh, out that comment. Uh, I know the one you mean, I, I guess yeah. we're not reading that one out. Yeah. Uh but yeah it it just feels like a uh, it just feels like a disaster. But this I, I also think there's a blues question of and maybe we should get a maybe we should try and find a blue to come on the show to say like yeah. what we had a taxi a, driver in Blade and Liverpool there. No, I mean I mean oh, no, not, not, not a knobhead like the one you had. I mean yeah, one that's sensible what one that's you know sensible. We've, we've had uh, Dave Down in here before who who was yeah. you know really good and speaks honestly, but you know, you know, fairly informative. Someone like Dave Down would be really good to get on to say like what what is Everton, what, what do they want? Where where do they want to be? Where do they want to go? 
because we yeah. can all do the jokes, you know, and I do, let's be honest, I do plenty of them about Everton, but I still think Everton had the problem we had in the 90s, which is we always go, well, as long as United lose, life's good. What are United yeah. doing? And we lost track of us. That's the fans and the club. And I do wonder, it feels as a bit of that Everton of, look at what we do. Oh, I mean, oh, we're getting a bit of We're in the danger of doing that again with City. What are City yeah. doing? And we forget what we're doing. You know, it's exactly. hard not to do it. You can be a hypocrite and you go, well, we all do that to a certain extent, but it feels like it's ingrained in it. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, it's a great way to finish up. Before we go, look, if you're watching the show, um, give us a like. doesn't cost that. little thumbs up. helps us out a lot. If you don't subscribe and you like what we do, hit subscribe. Gav will be on every day during the week at 2 o'clock with more mini shows sort of along these lines where he's just talking about the news around the day. Um, there's plenty of stuff that we do, wide variety of uh, shows, quizzes, drafts, all that sort of stuff. So if you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe. Give us a like, comment, everything like that and it really helps us out and um, we'll wrap it up there and um, chris thanks very much for coming on tonight i enjoy these shows when we just come on and have a chat you know it's not transfer such but just going through the 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 rumors that are out there not liverpool but yeah it's good crack yeah good crack. yeah cheers on me mate it's good fun yeah same as you kev yeah. uh like i said I use use boys have been lashing the links in there all day and you know when you see some of them we, we have a little laugh at them and some of them make sense and it's just good to, to go through these things. So, yeah, thanks for joining me. And thanks for everyone in the chat for coming in tonight. Again, we say it all the time. The chat drives these shows. We look at the comments. We try and throw a few up and steer the conversation along those lines. And long may it last. But as I said, we'll have um, we'll have Gav back tomorrow at 2. Um, uh, the, them shows are great, you know, and people can throw them on during the day. People that maybe can't tune in live at 10 o'clock because, look, half 11 are still going. Tune in at two and hear Gav and get involved in the chat that way. It's a great way to do it. But um, yeah, look, it's been a pleasure. Um, we'll be back soon. You boys will be back at the end of the week, I'm sure. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have plenty more shows. So this has been the Transfer Agenda. I've been your host, Keith, and we'll leave it there. Sports Social Podcast Network.